I always talk about music being music medicine for the soul. So it's absolutely wonderful to see this massive interest in jazz being caused by the people actually making jazz today. Now we're talking a lot of avant-garde stuff as you know and you know I play it. And so jazzy hip-hop and jazzy neo-soul and, and neo-jazz or new soul, perhaps merging the spoken word with the beautiful art form. But deliciously we're also talking about bringing back the beauty of what I like to refer to as the great American songbook. So we're kind of talking, you know, your Rogers and Hart, your Gershwin brothers, and it's music to my ears. I'm not just those guys. I am talking about your classic, what you would call your classic standards and ballads made by our legends. And a lady who is absolutely making waves on the other side of the pond is Doye. So think Sarah, Ella, and then infuse that with a little bit of the most delicious African grooves. And you have the lady Doye. And she is with me now. Doye, good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning. And I'm so pleased to be here. <laughs> What's it like in sunny California then, apart from sunny? Oh, it's so sunny today and it's beautiful. I mean, it's it's gorgeous. This is the reason why I live in Southern California. Ah. It's such a beautiful place for me. So the yeah. weather actually makes a difference to what your whole countenance, your whole being, oh, your yeah. whole... Big time. You know, I, I live by the beach and oh, my word. it's just lovely it's just oh my <laughs> word you know i'm pussing down when we put down this microphone you know i'm booking the flight and coming to your house but before i do that let's get serious and uh, <laughs> find out a little bit about you it's not surprising that you enjoy beautiful weather because obviously you're nigerian born but the point yes. of it is you are now making waves in the US of A and obviously mm -hmm. elsewhere because I'm in the UK and I found yeah. you. <laughs> and so the obvious question is how come? But I know that the answer has got an awful lot to do with your dad and your upbringing. So born in Lagos, music mm -hmm. important to you from being a child. And your dad was a huge influence. Tell me more. My dad... <laughs> I don't want to be teary, but my dad was a beautiful man. He was a beautiful father. And as a woman, he gave me reason to appreciate men and to look at certain qualities, beautiful qualities that you can find in a good man. And... As you know, you know, I was very, very close to my father, very, very close to him. And, and he was the one that brought all this music into my attention, you know. He would play music, most especially in during the weekends. He would make me sit with him for hours. 
were you enjoying it? Were you actually enjoying it at that time, Doi? Because it's really interesting. You know, my dad, I learnt my first jazz song, Nat King Cole. Mm-hmm. Love is a many splendid thing. I was six oh. age two. And I can still tell you what the lyrics are today. And you know, I keep talking about your dad, and forgive me, I didn't mean to 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 evoke memories that that, that would yeah. be sad because what I hear and hopefully you're gonna testify this is I hear that spirit I hear that soul in your first album yes I hear it Doye that was for him yes that was for him and that's why I titled it daddy said so because I Audrey I couldn't tell you how many times he will sit with me and say you are a jazz singer you are a jazz singer, and I want you to promise me you're going to do this. I was just a child. I didn't know what was what that about, you know. And I'll say, okay, you know, and he will come back and he will remind me of it. And honestly, I went on to start up doing R&B, not jazzy R&B. And I'm telling you, by the time I finished my second album, it's almost like my dad's spirit was visiting me every day. It's like, what, where what, is that promise? What do you think you're doing? Excuse me. It's so interesting. It's promise. So interesting. It got to a point I couldn't sleep. Like, when I close my eyes, I see him. Where is that promise, Doye? Where is that promise? You know you're my daughter. Don't fail me. Where is that promise? And I'm like, what is this? Let me ask you, is there any more children in your family? Yes, but they all do completely different stuff. You know, I have a brother with nothing. Why is nothing? No one no one did music. What about me? I can do what about me? I can do the background the background vocals. Really? They're just you with the voice. They can't even hold it a note. Don't say that. They're going to watch this. No, for real. They can't. <laughs> it's not their forte at all. And they're not They're not worried about it. No, no. And I don't know. Even even my parents, my dad couldn't sing. My mom didn't, doesn't sing. I don't know where this came about. I don't. I really don't. Maybe that was something from his spirit, you know. Maybe that was some, some somebody. T- Did he ever say anything to you as to why? But I know, I know he said that he wanted you to do it. And I kind of look at that as such a huge responsibility. But you've kind of flipped it on its head. You flipped it on its head and you've sort of gone, like you said, daddy said so, here you go. And that's what you said about your dad taught you how to appreciate men. In our Mm. climate, Doye, with all this stuff that we've had with Me Too and all the rest of it and, and... you know, how women should be treated and what's happened now mm. and the emasculation of men and mm. now, you know, this, this, this kind of thing where we have to identify as she and she, I, I, I'm just, her. and her, that, that is with no disrespect to anybody. I, I don't put that oh. at the bottom of my thing because I'm, I'm Audrey and I'm me and I, and, and I think it's fine for everybody to be who they are. Yeah, you know, we that's have enough sufficient. labels, we have enough labels. <laughs> I don't need to have another one that doesn't actually apply to me. No. So, so with your dad, though, you know, forgive me, I, I, what, what I was trying to think of was, I know it's great 
and I know what it's led to, but did you never feel, oh my gosh, I wonder, this is too big. You know, I think what happened... I'm talking about when you're in the reality of when you started singing and this is it, this is your transition. That's what I'm talking about that time. Exactly. It was, you know, he will play music like Frank Sinatra and I'll, I'll sing along. And every time I sang, he will look at me like, huh, <laughs> do it again. <laughs> That's what he used. Sing it again. Let me play it again. Do it again, Doye. And I'll sing it like in a in a very nonchalant manner, but I was just being a child. Really? And he was like, wow. He heard something. He you are a yeah, he used to tell me, he said, you are a chosen one. I'm like, what is that? He said, you are chosen to do this. And I still didn't understand what he was saying. I, I honestly did not until I think, I think it was about seven. I started to get it because I would listen to them. I, I used to listen to them hours for many hours and every time you played them sarah ella billy you know frank those were the three four frank frank four i was gonna say do you do it never entered my mind by the way oh I no frank was Sinatra's, it never oh frank, frank was his top you know followed by between sarah and ella he couldn't make a decision on those two anyway but he would play them and i would just sing along you know and he was like wow your tone, your sound, you know? And I didn't make anything of it until I became a woman. He used to tell me, he said, you cannot do this now. You just keep singing. By the time you get to a woman, yeah, you, you will be able to do it. it. Yes. He you said, but I can that. tell the foundation is in there. It's in there. Yeah. So he's yeah. recognizing that you needed to live it and you needed to bring that maturity of yes. your life. Oh yeah, the maturity of living life. he needed you needed to bring that experience of living life exactly. into your song, into your soul, isn't it? Yeah, he said jazz was life. He used to say that to me. He said jazz was life. He said jazz is life, Doye, and you cannot do the songs without living. I mean, you could do them correctly, but the the depth is not in the sound, you know. And he said that's why. You have to become a woman before you should do it. It's so interesting. You, you, said a couple of things. you said a couple of things there that I want to talk about. Both of them. First one is you said, um, he said that you were the chosen one. And I have a thing, Doye, because as I say, as I was telling you before we actually started this interview, the thing that really saddens me is that we black people of the world i'm talking about now i'm not talking about mm -hmm. me in england you in the states i mean of the world how we don't claim jazz i i, I do not understand because of the magnificence of what it is you've just called it life i mean it doesn't get any bigger than that you know but if i'm just to say you know, that the magnificence of what it is these people, mm. I am so proud of them. I am so delighted that they spent whatever it is and the reality of 
when they were making this music, 40s, 50s, yes. 40s, 50s, it was hard. 30s, yeah. You know what happened with Billie Holiday, one of your idols. Yes, yes. You know, and it's so interesting. So so it's the chosen one thing. So your dad's saying that you were the chosen one. And as I say, I have this big thing is why don't more black people support jazz? And I always ask people this question. And I interviewed somebody called um, uh, Munir Nasser. He's the son of Jamal Nasser, who was the bassist. Okay. You know who he was for Ahmed Jamal for many years. Yeah, Ahmed yeah, Jamal yeah, yeah. Ahmed Jamal. And he said that the people who hear jazz, because I'm like, what is wrong? Why don't they hear what I can hear? He said, we're the chosen ones. And I thought, Aww. thank you. Okay, I'll take that. And what he also said that I think that you will subscribe to, Doye, is actually, Audrey, never mind the ones who, who aren't with you. Concentrate on the ones who are. Grow who the are ones with you. who are. Yeah. And you know when something makes you take a step back and, and really consider? Because I'm like, as I said to you, it's like, why don't we claim it? This is ours, blah, blah, blah. I'm so proud. I'm so <laughs> proud. And it's like, okay, let's take that as a given. Now let's talk about the magnificence and we can do that and we can do that through you. So that's wonderful. So there were the two things that I wanted to, to come back to you and say, you know, you called it life, which, as I say, it doesn't get any bigger than that. And your dad said that you were the chosen one. So it's almost saying, you know, I was talking about responsibility. But to me, it sounds like even that was a gift that has been bestowed a gift. You from yeah. you right through. Yeah. Yep, even though I was afraid, you know, at first I was like, I don't know if I can meet this responsibility, you know. But something inside of me kept pushing me, you know, to do it, to do it. Like, I said, I'm doing r and I'm okay with it. <laughs> and then, no, you got to go this way, you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and finally, I just succumbed. I'm like, okay, I give up on I'm going to do it. And it's been lovely since then, you know. My sound, my attitude, my living is all jazz. Oh my <laughs> and it's always been. Do you know, I'm going to send you when we finish this. I one of, Nina Simone is one of my absolute, she's she, for me. Favorites. Okay. And one of her quotes is about uh, jazz being life. And uh, mm. I'm going to send it to you. It's exactly what you've just said. I'm going to send you the quote, what, what, what she basically oh. said, um, because you're saying exactly the same thing. Let's, let's, let's look at this album, because we talked about the legends, and that leads me very nicely into asking you, how did you get my friend, the Mr. Ron Carter, the Ron Carter, how did you get him? Oh, and you Kenny, know, and Kenny Barron, and, Kenny Barron too, and Kenny Barron for, for the album Daddy Said So. Yeah, so this is what happened. My dad really loved Miles Davis, and anyone that played with Miles Davis, he liked, you know, and he liked Ron Carter, um, and he liked Kenny Barron's playing. Yeah. And he had told me, he said, my daughter, when you get up there, up in the West, if this man is still living, okay, please make a way to um, to record with them. My because word. they are the masters of this, 
the ground of jazz. Can't can't get any better. Absolutely. And I, I was like, another responsibility is placing on me. Go on. So how did you do it? What did you so, do? So what I did was I did a simple demo, a simple demo of voice and piano. And I sent it to Kenny Barron's manager. I told her my story. Yeah. And I told her this will be a blessing, not just to me, but Do to that. my dad, you know, if I can yeah. um, um, record with Mr. Barron. And honestly, I was thinking, well, you know, fingers crossed, let's see, you know. And a few days later, she said, okay. I'm going to send it to Kenny, and it's up to him. If he likes it, then you're in. And I think about a week later, I receive word from her that he says he loved my voice oh, wow. and he wanted to walk with me. So I was just taken aback by that. I mean, I, I cried because I never thought, it will come through, you know. I think I was seven years old when my dad told me that. Yeah. That when you become a woman, go find this man if they're still alive and find a way to record with them because they are the they are the legends of this thing called jazz. I was surprised when he says, Okay. He said, I like her voice. She's got a beautiful sound. I'll do it with her. So I went to the studio and I recorded with Mr. Kenny Barron and uh, the band. And I knew he was close to Mr. Ron Carter. So I had a talk with him. I said, I would really love to record with Mr. Ron Carter. It's another legend that my dad was so in love with. He adored him. And he was like, hmm. Okay, um, why don't I talk to him and see what comes out of that? And he spoke to Mr. Ron Carter. It took months because Ron Carter was um, um, touring then. I think it took about five, seven months, okay. you know, but he did finally... You keep reminded or did, you, did you just leave it? Well, subtly, subtly. Subtly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, maybe once every six weeks. And he said, well, he said he's going to look into it. It's touring. When he has the time, he's going to reach out if he likes it. And again, he liked it and he reached out. And that's how we had how it. You you know? How did you choose that song? Was that, again, in tribute to your dad? Because I know that that was your dad. Well, your dad's favorite songs, wasn't it? No, his favorite song of all time um, is um, Round Midnight. Okay. Yeah, yeah Round Midnight and, and a few others, you know, Green Dolphin Streets and all that. But I didn't know, for some reason, that song came to me and it just felt right um, because it had so much meaning and depth to it. And Ron Carter is a legend. He's been in this business forever. And I felt... But the wisdom that comes out of that song, Nature Boy, I think he will do justice to it. And that's how 
I have presented it to him and he said he liked that choice. And so I went to New York to record with him. Um, he told me the studio he would like to record. And it just happened to be that it's the studio that I chose it, <laughs> you know, to to record. And so we went in. It was beautiful, just beautiful, you know. And ever since then, it's just been lovely with him. I really, really adore him and I appreciate him. Well, I adore so. him and appreciate him too. <laughs> right. More business. Let's talk about you because we've got to get into the uh, Latin side, if you like of Doye because it wasn't enough to go down the classics and the standards and the and you know all of that stuff which incidentally I must say it's a beautiful album and people do go check mm -hmm. it out um for the simple reason I think you know what I always say is all you need to do is listen, mm. listen. and the beauty of jazz and I'm hearing it in your songs, too, in terms of arrangements and also in terms of how the, your different approaches to the songs is you are kind of evolving the songs mm. into Doye. It's not Doye stands there doing Ella Fitzgerald or Doye no. doing Cerebral. This is you. Yes. This is so strong you, your personality. <laughs> um so tell me, how did you jump from the classics into the bossa nova groove? I've always liked bossa nova, especially listening to um, Frank Sinatra's version of it. I was like, wow, how cool. That is like, the way he did it was just outstanding. And when I listened to bossa nova, I resorted to him. So I felt, well... It wouldn't be a bad idea, you know, to take a crack at it, just to expand my horizon. <laughs> take a crack at it. Go on, Doye. Go on. Okay. <laughs> now, just to expand my horizon. And so I, I was trying to relate it with the African sound. You yeah. know, I just yeah. didn't want to do it like a straight on way of doing bossa nova. Yeah. And so... Uh, that's what I did with that album. I tried to bring in African elements to the sound of Bossa, you know, just to make it different, you know. Just like every other standards, the songs have been done too many times. And as we speak, someone is recording them. And I just, for me, I like, I like to be different. I don't even try. It is my style. You yeah, know, it's what I happens just, when it's, you open it's your It's just what comes yeah. out of me, yes. yes. You know, and so I just didn't want to do a, a, another basic bossa nova. And that's why I added some little African spice to it. You know, my favorite is water to drink. I'm not even going to try the pronunciation. I adore that. What you believe? <laughs> I always say, Agua, you, you go on, you do it for me first, and then I'll repeat you it. Could you could be, yeah. That is gorgeous. Yeah, you could tell the African sound that I added to that one, yeah. And the attitude, of course. <laughs> it's off the scale, and it's lovely. Um, you know, you were talking about, you know, I described it as infusing the African spice. You're calling it bringing a bit of your of you yourself. 
but you've done some arranging on this album as well haven't you you're not just a oh, singer yeah. you've done some arranging yeah well my new album the, yeah. the golden shakara i did quite a number of arrangements i co-arranged with um some of the musicians because i had a vision for this album and I've never seen an album like this in the jazz world. And so I I needed to be able to know what I'm doing. Please explain you know, that I just a little bit more. To... I know what it is, but 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 please explain that a little bit more for me. So you say you've never seen an album no. like it. So how come so? I don't know. You know, I looked through the entire, I don't know, streaming out there and I couldn't find an album that is jazz standard and done in with the influence of Africanism in it. Yes. yes. Never. And I tell you, I was trying to do another straight ahead jazz standard, you know, straight ahead jazz. Mm -hmm. Yes. I was trying to do that for my fifth album. But again, the voice of my yeah, father. The calling. Man, that man, he came and he was like, because I remember, I think I was eight years old. He told me, listen, Doye, you know, when you start doing this stuff, don't forget you from a beautiful country that is so rich in African sounds and culture and music it wouldn't be a bad idea, my daughter, to do at least one song, one album. Just one album. That's all we're asking for. Your dad. Your dad sounds the most amazing person. He was ever. just too much. He was tough. I said, really? And he said, yes. I said, okay. You know, he said, promise me you would do that. And I said, well, if you write it down on paper, then maybe I'll do it. And so we wrote a quote, you know, and the quote is inside the album. Oh, you see how beautiful that is. It's, it's like it's like full circle, Doye, isn't it? It's he beautiful. wrote the quote. I think I was eight years old. They wrote it on paper and I kept that paper. And I was trying to do just and straight on. But then that spirit came again and said, hmm, it wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> that voice of his it wouldn't be a bad idea my daughter this is the time maybe you can do a blend of african you know your your heritage sound with the western world i thought about it and i was like huh that will be work i don't know if i want to do this but he kept coming he kept coming and i went online just try to see if anyone else has done that i couldn't find an album with that kind of idea and i said hmm it would be great if we can really get this you know done and so i took it upon myself to here we go again meet with the musicians just for them to understand where i was coming from and to be able to have a vision that I have in my mind and my head and put it on on disc <laughs> you know a lot of work a lot of work you know and these songs Audrey 
how come you would sing the songs in the sense that I I have never done Cherokee before, I've never done Speak Low before, never. I have definitely not done I've Got You Under My Skin, never. I mean, I, 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 I sing them when I'm around the house, but I've never like really sat down to say, yeah, I'm going to do a song in, in performance, never. Except the very thought of you. I think I've done that a couple of times when I performed. So I was like, this songs kept coming to me. Kept coming to me. You know, the first song that came to me was I've Got You Under My Skin. And I was like, oh, no, I cannot do the song. I said, I don't know what else I can do that Frank Sinatra hasn't done to the song and the song kept coming yes you'll do me yes you this is the song you're gonna start off with and I sat down for a couple of weeks just pondering about it I'm like I don't know if I can do the song and I remember my dad used to say something when you want to resolve something go to the source go to the origin, go to the source. And I'm like, go to the source. That kept coming to my mind. I'm like, who is the source of the song? And I thought about Cole Porter. My spirit was like, uh-uh. He wrote it, but it's not the source. I'm like, who could be the source? And it just flashed in my mind, Frank Sinatra. I, I froze. You know something, it's so interesting, Doye, because, you know, I said to you, there were a couple of things. One of the other things that I wanted to pick off with you, you talked about the song being done so many times. And it's so interesting. When I was a child, I used to hate songs being done by other people. It's like, oh, they're covers, they're covers. But jazz, every song is, in inverted commas, a cover. But when I started to get into it and started to understand it, they're not covers, they're different interpretations because I look at these yes. songs as conversations. It's a yes. conversation between you singing and it hitting me and what happens in my ears and me being able to articulate what it does to me. That's what music exactly. is. It's not a one-way thing. It's a two-way thing. It's between you it singing it and me, my relationship or the listener's relationship, loving it. That's why I said it's about listen. So when I got into jazz... And started to understand that actually it's not a cover, it's a reimagining or it's a reinterpretation or it's their what they think <laughs> that song is saying. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's pretty cool. And what my job is to do is to find you what I believe is not necessarily the definitive version of that song, but certainly one that is saying something. And that doye brings me on to the second point. Because it's, again, this thing that you talked about. And again, all the way through this, it's the respect and there's the love of your dad that just shines through. And, you know, I started on it and I kind of went off the point. But I was saying at this time, when we have all of the complexities that we have in terms of relationships between mm -hmm. men and women and what's permissible and not, bearing in mind those days, the 50s, 40s, you know, okay, you want to call it Stepford Wives or whatever, but women had children and stayed at home and looked after the children and men went to work. And culturally, 
the interesting thing is, Doye, in terms of you being African, the role of the woman is paramount. Yes, of course, the man is very, very important, but it's yes. the role of the woman. You know, and then you get into this, it takes a village to raise a child and blah, 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 blah. Yes, yes, yes. But culturally, there is so much that you must have coming not only from your dad, but from who and what you are. And I've forgotten to mention that you spent part of your life living in England as well, didn't you? Yes, yes. So you've got that too. So oh, yeah. what is, it, is it, you know, you know, when I'm talking about this complexity of relationships, you know, <laughs> when 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 men used to open the doors for women, when men, you know, took you out for a meal and paid, perhaps when yes, yes, perhaps, you know, this sounds very old fashioned, but when women perhaps felt they were being treated like a lady. Mm -hmm. and, and in terms of where we are, you know, it's very difficult. You can't even pass a compliment to somebody without feeling that, you know, have I overstepped the mark? You know, I think one mm -hmm. of the first things I said to you, Doye, is look how beautiful you are. Oh, if I was, I, you know, if I was a man, I couldn't say that to you. And I say why? But I do say that to men because what yeah. I'm saying is pure. And I think what you're doing is pure so oh. am i right doye is that right is it, is no, it you are right you are right and the respect for men thing you are right yeah, you know, all of that i'm telling you i do appreciate men good men you know good men you know with good qualities i call them mr fine country I, I do appreciate them. I do. I have really do. Some, and I think have you got a mystifying country? I've not even asked you about your your personal relationships. Do you have one? I don't. You know, um, you know, um, we haven't dated in a while. I don't know. I've been so busy with my music, but I know eventually, you know, he will walk my Absolutely. way he will come my way you know, I love I'm, that. I'm not fretting I'm not ah, fretting at all. I love Mr Fine Country so what's <laughs> Mr Fine Country going to bring to Doye because I think you're doing pretty damn fine on your own what's he gonna you know you've got your house you've got your gorgeous beach you're making music you're making waves you know Doye making friends with people like Ron Carter and Kenny Barron mm -hmm. you know it's we can't just glib over that that is hugely yes. significant so because oh. basically you are having endorsement mm -hmm. from the living legends and masters that's where i place those guys yes yes and they're endorsing you doye oh i mean wow i'm, I'm super grateful audrey i'm super grateful this is just me, some African girl from Nigeria. Yeah, and, uh, this is huge, you know. Apart from Felakuti and of course Shade, I don't know of another jazz musician that does like straight ahead doing jazz standards. Now they do have people that are doing African jazz, you know, and I do appreciate them. But I'm talking about. The Western jazz styling, I don't see that. And so I feel very grateful. You know, sometimes I, <laughs> not even sometimes, I always re remind myself, you know, what my dad used to say to me before he died. He said, 
you're going to make it big, my child. He was very confident. You're going to make it big, you know. Do you know that? I said, sure. Okay. He said, when you get there, when you get to that point of your life, never, ever forget, Doye, that you not only represent yourself, you represent a state, you represent a country, you represent a continent. And he used to end up by saying, so respect yourself. So do right and do well. You yeah. know, give it all your best at all times. Because yeah. you're not only doing this for yourself. You're doing it for a state, which is Lagos. You're doing it for a country, which is Nigeria. You're doing it for an entire continent, you know. And so all of that is on your shoulders. I want you to know that. And I was just five, six, seven years old. And he used to say this to me. And it's like, I want you to know that there's depth. You're carrying a depth, you know. And, and so you should always comport yourself in the best of the best ways. Wow. You know, wow. always do what is top. He used to say that, always do the top. You are, you are. You are supposed to do what is tough. And so always do that. So I'm always thinking about those words when I do what I do, because he never lets me rest, even though he's been gone over 40 years. He never oh lets me God. rest. He's, he's always on me like a real father, but in a good way. Yeah, you know, I he's always that. like, you're doing good. You know, when I did this, release this latest album, I had a quiet time with myself and it's almost like as I was talking to him I said wow dad I couldn't have done this without you you know this was unimaginable for me at first but because of your wisdom and your encouragement this like a hundred years ago you know by the way I still have that statement that you made I said this is this is the end product you know it's given me the strength to do this the wisdom, the intelligence, because it takes intelligence to do this. And I was just thanking him, you know. It's been lovely. <laughs> You're blessed, Oye, and you are blessing us with your music. You talked about oh. this album being like nothing else. Give me your, it's all fair, isn't it? Because every single child is like your baby. It's like you've given birth to each and every one, but... Uh, <laughs> Choose one for me. Choose one to take to take us out. Can't I really? How do I do that? Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if I if I have to choose, and it's not necessarily because it's better. I think I would say I've got you under my skin. Wow. Um, I did. I did the song twice in the album, just to show that okay, I can do it this way and. I can do it this way too, you know. One was fast and the other was slower, you know. One was with a big band and the other was with a very small band, mm. you know, just to tell the world that I do appreciate this music and I want to give it my best and I'm giving it my best, yeah. you know, so... But I do love every one of them. Like you said, they are all my babies. These are my children. <laughs> I've just given birth. <laughs> Still recovering. 
Exactly. It's huge. You know, I like uh, Speakable too. I like Cherokee. I mean, I love all of them. You know, I, I love the way it's turned out to be. I like Cherokee. I like the style to it because it actually takes you by surprise. It's like, let's go. You go at 100 miles. Well, I say it's not 100 miles an hour, obviously. I'm not sort of suggesting it's too fast, folks. But it's like, bang, we are off. There is no yeah. question about it. We're going. We're going to Africa. Here we go. You know, yes. and the band is like cooking on all burners. You sound tight together. And it's so also, crazy. Like you're having a good time. You, you know, you're yeah, enjoying a good time, a, con a constructive time. You know, we had a good time doing this album, but we were we were conscious about everything. You know, even that intro, you know, for Cherokee, that wasn't part of the um, arrangement. I was in the studio with the band and all of a sudden it just hit me. Something came to you. Yeah, something came to me and I said, I remember I was in the control room and I said, I opened the mic and I said, everyone stop, please. And they stopped. And that intro came to me. And I just sang it the way I was singing it. And they were like, oh. And I pointed to the Nigerian uh, precautionist. I said, play that. Okay. Can you play that? And that's so how got, that got, intro got came about. Music. Because he got the groove. I mean, it is. It's about getting that, yeah. getting that right groove, isn't it? That yeah. sound. That sound. You know, yeah. and... And to introduce the wall with this album with a distinctive um, instrument that came from Nigeria, which is the talking drum. I felt, wow, this, 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 this is monumental for me. And it just came. It just came. And it, things like that happen a lot with me. It just came to me. And the entire rhythm came. And I just sang it. And he got it. And that's how we got that. You know, it's what is so beautiful is that the merging of the cultures is effortless. Mm. And you mm. have spoken about your album and your dad and all the way through, Doye, all the way through, there is no question that you're an African lady. It's just oh. gorgeous. I didn't need to ask you, you know, <laughs> my program is all about telling it as it is. And my pro my program is all about raising the profile of people like mm. you and saying this is great. This is me presenting you with the best of what we have. I am Listen. so grateful. But you know, <laughs> it's kind of I'm a black woman, so oh. I can't help but bring of myself to what I'm doing. <laughs> and as I say, I've not had to ask you a question about culture i've not had to ask you a question about africa it's integral it's part and parcel it's like running through the vein yeah yeah every single answer you i'm telling you you you'll be surprised when you listen back possibly because mm. i only asked you once i made a specific reference to africa and obviously <laughs> reports about your dad but it comes through and it comes through effortlessly it comes through because yes. it is effortless and we started <laughs> off talking about sarah billy ella and the re and frank frank sinatra master jack jones <laughs> another one and you know why um who we've just lost tony bennett 
you know excuse yes, me these people it's exquisite and not yes. only are, it's not only just about their singing it's about their phrasing it's about their articulation you hear every yes. single word that is timing and it, attitude yes presentation yeah interestingly you don't see them going when you, no. watch, you watch Ella or Sarah or any of them hit that note, uh, and uh, Aretha Franklin's the same. Patty LaBelle, a mm. bit, but Patty LaBelle likes to go off of I love Patty. Uh, um, um, Aretha was exactly the same. It could mm. be at 10 decibels or 100 decibels. Their face just went, ah, because they had the power to bring mm -hmm. that ah. Like they were singing it here like this and they would sing it and it would be huge and listening to them live and listening to as I say that kind of effortless presentation you've captured it Doya you really have it's it's grateful so thank you so so much <laughs> I'm grateful I'm super grateful I am grateful and I'm not saying that just to put face, but I am truly grateful. I'm always reminded by my dad where I came from. And, you know, as you may know, Nigeria, we are cultured people, you know, and I was raised culturally in a very beautiful way, very beautiful way. So I take that along with me in my living you know, and I think it's presenting itself, you know, in my work, in my integrity, in my, in my living, in my doing. <laughs> Another word that you've used there, integrity in this world of 60,000 live streams per day. Integrity for an awful lot of musicians seems to be a word or a thing of the, a thing of the past. I can't let you go without asking you about your hats. What's all this about your hats? love hats i do it's part of my ensemble now when i perform you know i like you know i tell you audrey it's a good thing as an artist to have your um to have your brand and know your, your brand styling, yes yeah and know your styling you know from childhood, I used to wear a hat. And I used to love the way the women dressed in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s. And I'm like, that is my look right there. It just suits my attitude. It suits my style. It suits, it suits everything that I do. And so, I mean, I collect hats. I do have tons and tons and tons of them. Oh God, it's it's this crazy. What what you know? an absolute what an absolute pleasure. You know, you say it's your <laughs> styling and it is your styling. And I would add to that, Doya. Yes, it is, but it's with an African twist. The it's, photography it is. is stunning. So I'm gonna give praise to the photography, praise uh... to the presentation, and most importantly. <laughs> Praise to the content and thank you so oh. much for blessing us. Oh, thank you for having me. With it's been real, quite a pleasure. Real songs, real songs <laughs> by a real singer of today. I'm super grateful. I am grateful and I just pray to God to continue to retain my sound in all I do musically. You know, it's sometimes I listen to my work and I'm like, oh, Okay. 
Okay. I'm really interested to see what's next. And, you know, I am going to let you go, Doye, but you did talk <laughs> about Afrobeat, and obviously Afrobeat is kind of taking over the world. And it is. Quite, it's quite interesting. Well, taking over the world, but you know what I mean in terms of music. It and is, it is. <laughs> is. Is it? Is it? Would we ever see Doye going down, doing a collaboration perhaps with Burner Boy or something? or doing? You something? know, it's possible. I can well, see I mean, him you, you my work. Do you feel it though? Do you feel it? Is that kind of what you're feeling, or are you more kind of feeling? Nah, actually, let me let me keep in the no, no. As long as it's beautiful music, I'm open to open. it, and I can see him appreciating my work and saying, "Wow, yes, let's do something." You know, I uh, as long as it's good music, you know, definitely with 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 jazz sound to it, I will do it. You know, and I. I can see Bonaboy uh, yeah. liking my work and appreciating uh, not just my work, but the fact that I'm from Nigeria, you yeah. know, like him. I think he would really appreciate that. And the fact that I do quality work, you know, I think he will also appreciate that. And I can see him having a collaboration with Doye. I can see that definitely, you know, in the future. So we'll see what life brings <laughs> on that term we see what life brings do you know Dele Sassimi I think I do I think he's based in um England he's based in England check him out yeah. he does some nice work yeah he does yes yes he does um jazz with 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 afro beats to yeah. it yeah. yeah yeah and he does a thing with Cuban music as well which so it's like we've got oh. a thing together cube afro which is sizzling but the thing yeah, is, yeah. Oh yeah, you know, we, what we've had from you is we've had, we've had standards, we've had the bossa nova, and we've now got an interesting <laughs> take on this new album. I cannot wait to see what Doye gives us next. And I'm sure well. whatever, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be something. It's going to be a bang. It's going to be a bang, and it's going to be something that, that, that absolutely reflects that joy and sunshine. <laughs> That is just coming from you. It's just beautiful. It's so and amazing. <laughs> People follow me now just to see what I will do. Like they've sent it to me. I've got loads of email. People saying, "Wow, we can't. We can't wait to see what you come up with next." What are you gonna do next? I don't know. I'm grateful. I'm. I think it's because I, I um. I relate with the music from a spiritual perspective. I just don't do this because I want to do it, you know. I do it because I I have respect and appreciation for the music. And it comes from a very, very in-depth spiritual perspective for me. You know, I try my very best to be chosen by the song, not me choosing the song. You know, and with that, it allows me to be authentic with the song, all the songs. So, you know. There you go again, authenticity. And you're a lady in jazz. And that's a bit of a phenomenon kind of making waves anyway. How do you feel about <laughs> that? With all this thing that you've got with your love for men and respect for men. and um. I'm just a, a beautiful person, I, you know, that comes off, you know, in life doing what I do, which with my music, I'm, I want to believe I'm touching the world in the right way. And that is just sufficient for me. You know, that's sufficient for me. 
you know i'm super grateful audrey i i don't know how else to say it you know my belly is filled up with things and i'm glad you're happiness and gratitude i'm glad your belly's fun but i am going to remind you i'm going to end this with me reminding you of something that your dad said it takes a lot to make a lot didn't yes, it? it takes a lot to mix it. So come you know on. That. I know he, all about you. He will look at me dead in the eye and he says, it takes a lot to be a lot. It takes a lot to make a lot. So always give your best, Oye. Always give your best. And he always used to remind me, don't forget you are Doye. You know, there is meaning to your name, Doye. And I'm like, oh, my God, my and dad. And the meaning is? And the meaning is? The meaning, Doye is a very powerful name, actually. It's from, is a, is a, an indigenous name from Nigeria. And it means whatever I want, I will get. Oh, my goodness. It means... Whatever you wish to have, that is what will be presented to you. Your wish is what you will get. That's the meaning of Doye. I mean, again, it's huge. I mean, your dad has given you such a blessing, but it is so huge. And you're not only living up to it, Doye, you're living it. And as I say, it's effortless. And to me, that is just the perfect end to the perfect chat thank you so so much for your time i wish you the thank very you, very best you. of luck oh thank you when i come to england i'm gonna come visit you i should be coming next year oh good well mike you're very Not welcome at my house right yes house. and we're gonna eat some fufu maybe <laughs> well my daughter trust me she'll be the one who'll be sourcing that out i just want to see you and to give you a hug um, uh, it would be wonderful, but I'm sending you a virtual hug. You're oh. my first lady in jazz. Big lady. Appreciate you. <laughs> so thank you so, so much. Thank you so much, my dear. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And your team as well for their support. It's been brilliant. Oh. An absolute pleasure. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. That's the way that jazz is being made these days. And how wonderful it's being delivered at the hands of a lady. And not just any lady, the Lady Doye, the lady that is tearing up the jazz charts on both sides of the pond. So do go and check her out. She's got five albums. Definitely, definitely worth a listen. And talking about listening now to the important bit, which of course is you. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen. And don't forget what you need to do now is press that button and subscribe. And then, of course, you need to run, go tell your friends. Don't keep it to yourself. This is a secret that is too good to keep it to yourself. So, that's it. Audrey Hall's Undisputed Immediate Legends delivered to you, giving props to the very best of the stuff that actually helps make the soundtrack of our lives. I mean, who needs any better than that? Music, medicine for the soul. Subscribe. <laughs>